I'm sure I've said it before, but it bears repeating. I hate, despise, literally appall the word deserve. I would probably say happy is is the other word. It's like second in my list. And it's not because I don't like the concept of the words. And it's not because I don't use them. Because I mean they're common colloquialisms. They're terms in which everybody uses. I have to use them in certain contexts to make what I'm talking about make sense. But the idea behind them, especially the modern idea of both of these words, I despise. And after a little bit of thought process, I blame the church. I know it's a lot of religious people going to be like, Ugh, excuse me, but I'm just keeping buck. This new. Everybody's supposed to get everything they want. Pray until it happened. You know, genie God, that every time you make a wish, you just get what you ask for. Everything is supposed to be about happiness. You're supposed to be happy. God knows your heart. Everybody going to heaven. You're supposed to be rich. You're supposed to have a mansion. You're supposed to get sent the person you always ask for. That's that's why I think these two words are so powerful in the modern time. We don't believe anymore in overcoming obstacles, being a part of the process. We believe that after you overcome an obstacle, your life's supposed to be happiness and love and rainbows and beauty and that's not really what it's about i mean an example which you know might not be the best example but when you go to the gym you hurt yourself it is painful it is frustrating you listen to music to distract your mind you listen to music to distract your spirit because your body is going through turmoil For a person who has been on a fitness journey for many a year, like you sleep in pain, you wake up in pain, you try to go through your days in pain, only to realize I have to go back to this place again and again. And then you get to a point where your body gets comfortable and now you have to increase the weight Or increase the exercises that you do because your body still isn't where you want, causing you more pain. Or you have to uh, invest more time. What most people think is like, oh, I, what? I, I did, I did something, so I should get something back. That's not the way it works. You go through pain after pain, obstacle after obstacle, and maybe, just maybe, One day, eventually, you'll get to be where you want to be. But generally, what happens is your perception and your, you know, thought of your past experiences is actually where the joy comes from. You don't get joy because you made your goal. You didn't, you never got there. Or or maybe you did, but, you know, it takes time and it takes much longer than you wanted to take. But for most people, you might not never get there. Or there's another experience that a lot of people talk about when it comes to lifting weights is that once you do get there, you realize that you want to that it's not good enough. You still want more. So you keep going or 
the other thing, which is that if you stop, you will lose everything you gained. You literally have to keep working out. Now that you started, you can't stop. Because even if you do get to the body you hoped to get to, as soon as you stop, immediately, your body will start to deteriorate and will stop and will just, you'll lose everything you've gained. I remember when I first started working out years ago, somebody was talking about how it's your body takes longer to build muscle than to get rid of it. Same concept, I guess another um, explanation or imagery would be money. We do so much to get money, but it's always never enough because there's always the money to spend. A lot of people who have a lot of money talk about the fact that once you get to a certain point of having so much money. It was Mike Epps who was talking about that in the interview, I think, with The Breakfast Club. He's like, once you get to a certain point, you can't do nothing but buy more stuff, stuff you already got, buy nicer stuff than you already got. There's not a whole lot you can do with it. But the funny thing is, most people who have money realize, number one, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I got a stockpile for preparation for one day when I can't work, when I don't want to work, when something changes, when the world goes upheaval, I got to be prepared. And they always want more because they're always afraid to lose it. But the reality is you can't stop working because at the moment you stop working, there is no more money coming in. All you can do is live off what you already have prepared. And for a lot of people, that means cutting back on your lifestyle or losing everything you've gained. This is the same concept when it comes to relationships. And I'm not talking, you know, out the side of my neck. This is a message I need to accept in my own life. Happiness is not the goal of your relationship. You don't deserve anything. I don't care how long you was with them. I don't care how much work you did. I don't care how much effort you've made. I don't care how many conversations y'all had. I don't care It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. You don't deserve anything. In this life, you can earn something and you can ask for something. You either work for it and hope that after you put the work in, you get what you quote unquote feel you deserve or you just ask for it. In this life, like we we got a system where you don't even you don't get paid for most jobs before you do the job. Most jobs you get paid after you'll go to a job that'll tell you, hey, so look. Orientation starts on this day. And you'll actually be working the job on this day, but unfortunately. There is a pay pay gap. We can't pay you. The very first day you start. Matter of fact, we also can't even pay you the very next paycheck. You'll have to wait till the following paycheck. So depending on when you start and depending on the type of job you get, 
You could be going anywhere from one week to one month before you see any money, even though you've worked for it. There's even when you talk about people and they break down how much taxes are. The reality about taxes is that you actually end up working somewhere near half the year where you're not actually making any money. Once you calculate how much you actually have to spend in taxes. And then when you get your income taxes, unless you have kids or some other type of dependents, you pretty much just getting one paycheck back, two paychecks back, which they could have just, you know, skipped a month of taxes to do that. And yet, for some reason, we don't have these same concepts in our mind about our relationship. We're like, well, I deserve X, Y, and Z. No, you can either earn it or you can ask for it. And that's the re- that's the only thing you can do in your relationship. You can say, okay, I'm going to I'm going to think of this the same way I would a business deal or a job. I'm going to put on the table. This is what I'm going to do. This is the effort I'm going to make. If I do this, will you in return Give me this. That's effort. And asking in literal. They say, "Okay, you go do it. And then you come back and you say, well, I've done this. Have you done this? At that point is the moment when you're supposed to realize. "Okay, we're not making any progress. I made the effort. You didn't make no effort. I asked for something you refused or you agreed. But then afterwards changed your mind. I'm going to leave. I think there are two problems with happiness and deserve these words. Number one, entitlement. We think we are entitled to be happy. And you (laughs) using the word you don't deserve to be happy. That's not a that's not a reality. You either work for your happiness or you ask for it. That's it. It's that simple. And as you know with anything, just because you worked for it doesn't mean you're going to get it. And just because you asked for it doesn't mean you're going to get it. But the church has confused everyone into believing that's not the truth. And of course, the modern media, television and movies, it's always got to be a happy ending. We always have to have a conclusion that everyone is comfortable with. So we get accustomed to this. And the reality is that's not beneficial to your relationship to think this way. The other funny thing that happiness and depression does, I mean, (laughs) happiness and depression, happiness and deserving it puts you into a depression with your relationship it puts you in a place where you are not happy you are not satisfied with your relationship you tell yourself this isn't what I want I deserve better and so what someone else does is they just come along and they ask you a simple question are you happy it's funny I think about these two words because they are The manipulative man's keys to the kingdom. 
And I mean, technically women too, but you see, you see and hear men say these things all the time. Are you happy in your relationship? I've done it myself. You happy in your relationship? No. You happy in your marriage? No. You happy with this person? No. You happy with this? You happy with that? The person says no. What does this other person say? They start listing out all the things you deserve. Oh, you deserve da-da-da-da-da. Oh, he should be seeing you like this. Oh, he should be doing... If you was mine... And what do you do? You jump into the next relationship. You jump into the next situationship. Instead of realizing that the key is actually consistency. Because the key is actually to get into a relationship that you don't want to leave. And then... Tell yourself, I'm not leaving. Good, bad, in between, I'm not leaving. Because I told myself why I wanted to be here before. Now all I got to do is just keep making it work. Don't get me wrong. There are a few reasons that are logical reasons to get out. Obviously, domestic violence, physical abuse, mental abuse, you know, neglect to your children, neglect to your parents craziness and instability on a unhealthy level logical but you're supposed to stay instead you jump into the next relationship because this person said you deserved all these things but you got the same rules for the next person so what happens in the beginning it's all fun and excitement especially if you're doing something you ain't supposed to do because for whatever reason it's fun to live dangerously so when you're cheating, it's fun. When you're sneaking around, it's fun. But then you start dealing with this new person. And in the, in the beginning, you enjoy it. And eventually, this falls off. And you tell yourself the same thing again. I'm unhappy. I deserve to be happy. I deserve for someone to make me happy. I deserve for someone for, to want me to be happy. I deserve for someone to 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 choose my happiness over their own happiness if necessary to prioritize me but this just leads you to the same conclusion the point of a relationship isn't to get in one just for the fun of it, just for the experience, it's supposed to be to stay in it. You're supposed to want to stay in it. If you get in it and you realize this ain't where you should be, you should have left. I, these, these two words just, just irk me so much. It's so much entitlement. And it's so much selfishness. Everything is transactional. I think people should remove these two words out of their vocabulary. At the very least, when it comes to your relationships. And I know, see me as a realist, and sometimes I would call myself a part-time, a part-time pessimist. Um... I think that people, because they want to be happy and feel happy and be optimistic and everything, want, you know, should be sunshine 
it bothers people to not speak positively. Prime example is this whole everybody's a 10 or really specifically is more so women saying we're all 10s. This idea that you can't speak any way other than positively or else it seems that, you know, you don't have enough self-esteem or you're belittling yourself or you're belittling your world or this idea of manifestation that everyone has. Yet again, another thing that came out of religious concepts that if you say something, that means every single thing you say will happen or every single thing you believe and you say will come to pass, which we know is a lie because there's plenty of people in jail who've been trying to get out for forever and they ain't going nowhere. So you don't have to only speak positive things about yourself. You can say like when someone says, are you happy? No. Oh, well, you should get out of this relationship. No, I'm not going to do that. I don't have to be happy to be in a relationship. The same way you don't have to be happy to love somebody. Like, how many times do you hate your dog, your cat, your neighbor, your family members, your friends? How many times they piss you off? How many times they do wrong, but you still love them? You still there for them? You don't just get rid of them as soon as they do anything that you don't like, disappoint you. The reasons we get out of relationships nowadays be ridiculous. They don't even be good reasons no more. It literally just be based off of our own happiness. Our own satisfaction. It doesn't make. It's one of those things that I understand, but I don't understand. When I utilize your logic, I get why you think that this is relevant. When I use my logic, it doesn't make sense anymore. I think. Like I said, these two words. Take them out of audio vocabulary. You don't need to use them. And when other people try to, because this is the thing, let's just say, let's just say for argument's sake that you do believe that the things that people say are manifestations. What this person does when your friend comes and asks you why you're not happy and tells you that you deserve it and then you accept what they said, if that's true, then you are now manifesting your own unhappiness. They told you what you deserve and they told you that the baseline for you to be happy is to receive what you think you deserve. So you've now accepted their rules of engagement in your relationship instead of making your own, instead of following your own decisions, your own rules. You should be making your own for your relationship. It don't matter what your friend and your family, your siblings, your whoever said. It only matters what you and that person said. So in the moment when they say something like, or some guy or girl comes up to you, you happy? No. Don't you think you deserve to be happy? I don't think that my relationship's success is based off of my happiness. But if I'm being honest, I'm much more concerned with trying to satisfy my partner than I am concerned with how satisfied they've made me. Because since we already both decided to be here, We're going to keep being here and keep trying to make each other happy. Because just like I said, we're going to the gym. Number one, you're probably not going to get to the goal that you want to get to. 
And even if you get to it, you're going to realize that there's still further you could go. But number two, if you ever stop, all you have done is lost all the effort and progress you've made. Everything you've done will immediately start to crumble. And if you don't jump back in and get back to work, and honestly going to have to do more than you were doing before to get back to where you were, it's only going to deteriorate, fall more and further indefinitely. There is no, it'll just keep falling. Your health will get bad and worse and worse. It's the same thing with your relationship. If you don't learn to put forth the necessary effort in this relationship, you're going to realize all you're going to have to do is do it in the next one. If that one don't work, then you're going to have to do it in the next one. You're going to have to learn this lesson eventually. It's better for you to learn it up front. And it's a lot easier if you get rid of these two terms. And like I said, replace them with earn and ask. Because that changes your whole concept of how your relationship interaction should be. I don't tell this person, this person no longer needs to read my mind. They no longer need to assume what makes me happy, which is always a failure because they assume that based off of their own experiences. They're trying to assume what makes you happy based off of what makes them happy. They're trying to think of what you deserve based off of what they think people deserve, based off of things they've observed. Well, my mom thought she deserved this. So I thought that you did too. Well, y'all ain't the same people. But if you think in your relationship that everything is earned or asked for, the first thing is you're already going to make this person want to work harder because they see everything you're doing. Hopefully. Obviously, if you're dealing with someone who don't care about you or is narcissistic, well, hey. But you should realize that and get out of the relationship earlier than later. But, you know, when you're in a relationship where y'all both have the same mindset. And obviously you should be having this conversation with your partner. Effort is the word. Because if I'm making if I'm putting in my effort, I'm seeing you put in your effort. I'm just going to put in more effort. Then when you see me putting in my effort, you're just going to put in more effort. And it goes back and forth and back and forth. I'll give you another example. You ever really got good oral or got a good back massage right before having sex? In that moment, you think, oh, I got to pay them back. I got to I got to I got to put in a little bit more effort than I than I was going to put in because the thing you did to get us here you know that foreplay be good so you like oh man the sex got to be even better it's the same concept when I see you oh you did this for me thank you now you thinking I got to go do something for them and then you do something for them and they go oh that was nice And there's never this concept of like doing it because you told me to or doing it because I feel like I owe you. 
but it's because I feel appreciated and I want to show you that appreciation. And then again, ask. Asking creates conversation, which is like number three on the list of why people get divorced. You ask and then you have a conversation and then that leads to the ability to compromise or come to a conclusion. And asking with the intention of understanding that the person might say no and you're ready to talk about it. Because it's not a, hey, I want this. And then they say no. And then you're like, mm-hmm. well, I guess I don't know why I'm here. Because again, like I said, you don't deserve it. You ask for it humbly. Hoping you're hopeful. Anyways. As with most of my episodes, I hope that people will take the advice because I think this is probably one of the, in my opinion, it's probably one of the best pieces of advice that I have concluded. I think would change and alter people's relationships. If you could just change this one concept, this one perception, it'll change how everything else is in your life. Because the reality is at the moment that you don't think you are owed or entitled to something, number one, making the effort and succeeding makes you appreciate the success more. The fact that you worked to get this makes you appreciate it more. And then on top of that, like when things don't go your way, you don't feel you know, distressed. It doesn't lead to the conclusion that you now have to change everything. I got to get rid of them. You got to self-sabotage. You got to upheaval your entire family, break down your whole house just to fit, just to achieve this selfish expectation. It becomes more than just about you. And obviously this could be applied to everything in life. So hopefully somebody is going to run with this.